Nicole, welcome. Love, Lux, manifesting the life unlimited. So, okay, I'm inconsistent. I'm just going to say it. I'm supposed to do these lives Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm lucky if I get Monday in, people. Hey, I'm doing it. <laughs> but uh, I'm here and we're going to talk about manifestation. We're going to talk about world law of attraction, creating your reality, and some of the things that go into it. Some of my insights, suggestions, tips, tricks, techniques, whatever. It's all here. It's all tonight or today, depending on when you listen to it. So I'll tell you a little bit about what's going on with me. My name is Nicole. I'm a certified life coach. I have a website, livelovelux.com. And I talk about the law of attraction, manifestation, creating your reality using intention, focus, and imagination. And I have to tell you, in the span of just a year, I have totally changed my whole life. Totally changed my whole life. So, life coaching has been an outcrop. Coaching, speaking, doing these podcasts. I write blog posts and I'm working on a book currently. Kind of going over my experience to help people because I don't want people to be miserable like I was because I certainly was miserable and I want to help people live the life unlimited that's what the name of the show is manifesting the life unlimited how do you do that and not screw it up even more (laughs) because that's what the challenge becomes eventually eventually you really get good at it and you start screwing things up but there's no mistakes I, I laugh and joke because it's all a journey It is all an individual journey and process to get from point A to point B. We all go through it because whether you realize it or not, you have been manifesting since the day you were born. You have been manifesting. You are a manifesting master. Everything in your manifested, everything in your life, you have created. So... What I talk about on this show, what I talk about on this show, is how to do it consciously. How to actually manifest what you want as opposed to what you don't want. And there's a skill to it. It's something that you have to develop. Some people are naturally good at this. Some people are able to, they figured it out and they don't even know what the term law of attraction or manifesting or conscious creating or any of that stuff is. They just do it naturally. Some people, they have to learn. I had to learn. I mean, some things, once you start getting the hang of it, you look back over your life, you see how you manifested things with ease and and little effort naturally. And you, because those are the things that you start to use as case studies and as examples of how to do it correctly in your present. But I wanted to talk a little bit about what I call the definition of sanity or what most of us know as the definition of insanity. It's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite quotes, which is doing the same thing over and over and over, yet expecting a different result is the definition of insanity. But many of us all do it, and we all are shocked 
when stuff shows up the way it's already, I mean, the way it's always shown up. And doing what you're always going to get, what you've always got. And it's so funny. It's like, what, what, why is this happening this way? Well, what did you really change about your process? So let's, let's dive deep. Let's go take a look at what, what all that means. And hopefully, I'm recording this. <laughs> and typically, um, when I've recorded it this way, I get cut off midway. So hopefully, hopefully, I can keep this on and we can get to the point of all this. So let's start with what I like to call the basics of manifestation. The basics of manifestation is desire. Everything starts with a desire. Your heart's desire, your desire. It doesn't matter what it is. Maybe you desire, oops, sorry, I just dropped something. Maybe you desire a uh, chicken sandwich. That's a valid desire. Your subconscious goes into creating that somehow, bringing it to you somehow. Then we get into some what, you know, some more interesting desires like manifesting a specific person or manifesting money, manifesting a house, manifesting a new vehicle, um, manifesting opportunities for your business, starting your own business, um, manifesting better relationships at work or at home, depending on what your situation and circumstances. So desire is the basis and there's nothing wrong with desire. A lot of times people feel like their desires are taboo or they feel like their desires are not worthy of being desired or they're simple or they're stupid or whatever. But if you come up with the desire, it is it is yours and it's valid and it's worthy and it's worth going after. So we start with desire. That's the foundation. So how do we go about getting from desire to reality? Okay. Now, there's a whole process of which I'm not going to detail tonight because I've done like seven. You can go back and listen to on how to manifest what you want. Okay, there's all kinds of techniques, processes. Just mine. But aside from all that, because that's not necessarily what I would talk about this evening. Um or for this podcast, um, all those things, the secondary basis is you have to change how you see yourself, what some might call your self-concept, okay? And this is the insanity thing comes into play. How you see yourself assumed to be true about yourself is how your reality is gonna show up for you. I'm gonna give you a perfect, perfect. It's kind of funny, don't laugh. This is my world, okay? <laughs> so, um, okay, or do. So, I have another business, it's called I'm Spoiled. It's, it's a play on terms because I sell perfume oil and fragrance products and what I didn't realize when I chose the name I'm Spoiled is that spoiling or the concept of spoiling is actually kind of like a fetish lifestyle, niche lifestyle where um, women uh, 
women find men who spoil them. They spoil them with money. They spoil them with um, presents, whatever. And, and we're talking like big time. I mean, like I've read some of the accounts of the things that people get spoiled with, you know, and people, people, this is their, their livelihood. Okay. So I was setting up like my social media on Tumblr and stuff. And I'm like, I'm spoiled. And I kept getting all these comments into my inbox, into my DMs, if you will, from people who wanted to spoil me. <laughs> and I would have, I'd laugh because I'd be like, oh, this is my business name. And they're like, and, you know, because it is a business for some, for, for these people, for some of these people, right? And no judgment, you know, however, however you do it is however it's done. I don't, I don't care. But it was funny to me because if anybody knows me, I'm like the farthest thing away from like being like that. <laughs> funny to me, so I kept getting these, I kept getting these, these, um, these messages. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a sugar daddy looking for somebody to spoil. And I saw your profile. And see, the other thing about my business is it's a lifestyle brand. So it is, it's about spoiling yourself, like with fragrance. So I, you know, the types of things that I sell on my website are, you know, luxury items. They're not necess necessities. They're things to make you feel good. Things to make you smell good. Things, little luxuries, okay? So when I'm marketing attractive women, pictures, you know, a lot of pictures of luxury and stuff. So how does the concept? Well, here I am, okay, you know, setting this up for my business so that I can promote my brand. But people were seeing this, this life I was putting out there and thinking that I was a person who was a part of this life, right? And my self-concept is so far away from it, right? Um, but I happened to be thinking, thinking about it. I'm like, oh, you know, haven't really gotten any like sugar daddy comments in a long time. And then I manifested one like in like literally in like 30, 40 minutes, right? After I, I had thought about that to myself when I was looking at my uh, messages and stuff. Now, how does this relate to self-concept? Why did I even go there? Why did I even tell the story just to tell it, right? So however you believe yourself to be is what is how things are going to show up in your reality. It also is how people are going to relate to you, okay? So to this whole ideal of sanity and insanity and doing what you've always been done and getting what you've all and and not changing your process you are a perfect being so this is not any type of indictment against you this is not me saying that you have to change who you are okay what you come to find when you get through this process of of learning who you are and how the nature of reality works, what I like to call how the nature of reality works, you find your desires are perfect. You are not doing anything wrong because this is the this is your journey. This is your choice. This is what you chose to do. How you cho but when you're growing and you're building up that self concept or you're changing your self concept, you have to alter how you see yourself. Okay, 
Now, it's not something like, like, for example, one of the things that I used to say that, and I'm kind of backing away from, because you do change your viewpoints and you do change your perspective. But one of the things that um, I used to say is like, you know, you want to, you want to step into the role that you're trying to play, but, but in a physical manipulative way, that's not necessarily how you want to do it. You know, it's like, if you, if you want to be luxurious, then you have to, you know, go spend money, do things, don't, don't hold back. But that's in the physical reality. That's not necessarily how you want to do it. It's a mind thing. It's how you see yourself. How you see yourself is going to direct your actions. But it's going to be what I like to call inspired action. It's not going to be forced manipulative action. So what do do I mean when I say that? And when we're talking about self-concept and doing things that you've already always done. So, for example... As I've grown in my journey and I've changed my self-concept of myself, it begins with kind of how I talk to myself. Because we all talk to ourselves. We all give ourselves pep talks. We all kick ourselves in the butts occasionally. We all do these things in our mind. And this is our true self. This is our true conversation. This is the aspect that honestly manifests the reality, either that continues to manifest the old reality or it manifests a new reality. So for me, my self-concept was I'm a shy person, was. I'm a nice person, you know. I don't I don't ruffle feathers type of thing. But what does that get me, right? It might be nice to say, nice to put on your dating profile and everything, but let's be real. It's not the type of self-concept that's really going to get you anywhere different than what you've already gotten. You know, you have to change the way you see yourself. It's nothing wrong with being a nice person. There's nothing wrong with not ruffling feathers. But is that the same type of mentality that's going to be able to run a multi-million dollar company? Is that the same type of mentality that's going to... And I'm not... I continue to be a nice person, but my self-concept of what nice is was actually setting me up to be a victim, setting me up to be taken advantage of and setting me up to be manipulated. Because when you use these words and you start defining what you imagine when you think of nice person, a lot of times we don't talk about nice really nice we talk about nice people like they're doormats so maybe a better self-concept is I'm a fair person you know I'm an a fair person who takes risk right so now I'm changing and becoming a a person who is taking ownership and taking power over her situation versus being nice which is not necessarily nice. Nobody really wants to be nice, you know? She's a nice girl, nobody. You know, so these are things. But here's here's the kicker. I, talking and talking to myself, you know, I want to talk to myself like I'm I'm an entrep- entrepreneur. I'm a successful businesswoman running multiple companies. How does that woman show up in her mind, not in her outer reality, not you know, not me putting on a, a funky fur coat and now I'm a disco queen, right? No. In my mind, how how do I see myself in that role? 
how am I the person that I want to be who has multi-million dollar companies, who has two, three, four properties, who travels and, and um, you know, does speaking engagements? How does that person think of themselves? What is that person's self-concept? Okay. And that's what you step into. And sometimes you have to take yourself out of that comfort zone of what you've always done, how you've always talked to yourself, how you've always thought about yourself. And you have to put yourself into the self-concept of someone that you may not necessarily be unfamiliar with. Okay? Sanity to me is you take risk. You take risk. You do things differently. You you have your vision of who you want to be because you are a God of your own reality. You can be, do, or have whatever you want. And I do not go against that whatsoever. That is the foundation of creation. If you believe that, if you know that, not believe, if you know that, you're practicing this, you're, you're trialing and error, you're seeing what you can create. Maybe if you don't have that much comedy to do that because you're not familiar with changing your self-concept and like for example I'm a lucky person good things happen to me I have a good luck I am your best person to be on your arm at the casino because I am super lucky I just I just exude luck right how does a person who's lucky how do they show up okay how do they show up these are the types of questions that you ask yourself well then and then you show up as that person you show up and it's not a physical thing, okay? It's not something that you manipulate in the 3D reality. It is something that is internal. It is something that you feel. It is something that you ask yourself, okay? So my ultimate thing is, for example, if I'm going from being single to being in a relationship, what does that feel like, you know? How does being in a relationship feel, particularly if you're going if you're going into this blindly you don't have a person in mind you just want to go from being single to not being single anymore you know what does that look like you're not going to continue to do the same things or think of yourself in the same ways your self-concept spreads out into how you imagine what being coupled is like you know considering somebody else's feelings Um, considering somebody else's desires, values, those types of things. Not because you are perfect thing with the self-concept. You know, you are God. So you don't have to change you, okay? Because your unique personality, your unique thing. Hello, thanks for joining me. Your unique viewpoint is why you're here to share that with everyone in some form, however you want to share it, whatever gifts, whatever. That's your, that's, that is your marker. So you don't want to change that. You don't want to become somebody that you're not, you know, for the longest time, I denied a lot of parts of myself because I thought that nobody would accept them. Nobody would see them as valuable. Um, nobody would appreciate them. Okay. And 
So I shove those parts away and and it's it's like a lie you're living because you know that you have other interests and you have other desires and you have other things that you want to talk about and you want to pursue, but you're so worried about what other people are going to think or what, you know, how you're going to be perceived or being being rejected by people that you don't show up as who you truly are and there's nothing wrong with that. Who you are is who you are. That's who you're meant to be. So we're not talking about changing yourself and what makes you you. What we're talking about is changing how you think about that special person. How you think. How you think about that special person. How you think that Um, I travel by myself a lot of times, you know, the, my last trip I went to because I want to travel and that, so I wouldn't go anywhere because I didn't have anybody to go with, but then I changed my self concept and I said, I'm the type of person who does whatever she wants to do. She gets up and goes wherever she needs to go, wants to go. That's the type of person I am. And I'm not going to let that stop me um, just because I don't have anybody. So, <laughs> so I'm laughing at the comments. Thank you. But so, yes, you don't want to change who you are. You want to expand and fully into who you are. Be a better who you are, you know, be who you are. And doing that means that you got to stop doing the things that you've always done that keeps your reality the same way and over. Now, this is this is how reality works. You, your self-concept, your assumptions continue to maintain the reality that you're in. That's how it right? When you water, you have to go fishing, you know, in the deeper water to get the bigger fish, right? So you have to change your self-concept. And again, it's a mental thing. So here's some things that I do. Let me get, let's get to the tips. Here's some of the things that I do to change my self-concept. So a lot of things start with being an observer of your reality. And I'm talking about your internal reality, how you talk to yourself. Being, a, being an observer of your thoughts. So a lot of things are where you're kind of, meditation helps because it helps quiet the mind. But you don't want to fight yourself in meditation. You just want to relax and, and, and you build on it. it is, meditation is a skill that you build on because we live in a very busy world with a lot of distractions. You do have to teach yourself how to block out those distractions so that you can hear yourself, hear your true inner self, your true inner being. So once you're able to do that, you can start observing your thoughts. And it's very, it's very, I like to do it in a couple of, I like to do it when I'm driving because many times I'm driving by myself. So I will just, I have a post-it note that says, I see myself, I see my reality. So every time I look up, I see that post in it, which is a reminder to me to observe my thoughts. And immediately it triggers me to go back and think, what was I just thinking about? And why was I just thinking it? You're not good. This is not something that you do forever. 
this is not something that you got to schedule to do. This is something that if you see a problem in your current reality that you want to change or you see um, there's things that you want to manifest in your life, this is where you start. You start observing where you are, why you don't have. Because think of it like this. Your current life that you're living right now is what you want. Because if it wasn't what you wanted, you would have changed it by now. And most of us manifest things very succinctly, very easily. For example, I'm studying to be a best. Part of my education, I have to do a practicum and I have to do an internship. So I have to find a company to do an internship with. So I, it's a ways off. So I'm not really, I'm thinking about companies that I can approach you know, but I thought about it and within two or three days, three companies came up on my radar that I could approach to do an internship that would probably be very open to working with me and, and provide the exact type of training. So I manifested what I wanted. Now, see, it's such a simple thing that happens all the time, but you don't realize that that is actually manifestation at its best. It's not something that you're having to struggle against. It's something that's happening naturally. It's like, for example, um, you know, you want a, you want a new car. And, you know, sometimes you might manifest your current car breaking down, so then you have to go get a new car, right? Or sometimes you manifest the opportunity that you've been looking for. You want a specific type of car, specific year, specific color. You're driving and you see somebody has a, one out in front of their house with a for sale sign on it. Sometimes it's like that. It's like, oh, that's exactly what I wanted. That's exactly what I needed. Or sometimes, like I said, you know, the next day your car breaks down and it's going to cost $5,000 to fix. So you might as well get that car this year. You know, now you have to get it. But it still gives you the same result, right? You're getting a new car. And that's how it works kind of unconsciously. But that's how that's why we're such experts at it, because it is unconscious. The problem comes when we want something different, when we want something new, when we want something bigger. We've got a taste of something else. And hey, I don't have this in my life and I want it for whatever reason. And then we put we kind of put some resistance. We don't identify with that thing that we want because again, my second favorite quote is, you manifest what you are, not what you want. Mm, let that seep in, right? You manifest what you are, not what you want. We say we want these things, but we don't identify with them in our self-concept. So for example, um, I'm a mom of five. I drive a minivan and if somebody said like a couple episodes like some of my first episodes I was talking about you know I drive a Maserati okay well I don't drive a Maserati and I probably won't drive a Maserati because it's not part of my self-concept one I can't fit all five kids in the Maserati it's not gonna work for me right maybe I could have a Maserati on the side <laughs> for my weekend driving right <laughs> or maybe not it doesn't fit within my self-concept. I haven't, and I haven't even tried to fit it within my self-concept uh, self because I don't really want a Maserati, you know? So, uh, you know, if one shows up at my door, it's like, eh, 
What am I going to do with this? Probably sell it for the money, right? I don't know. My point is it's not it's not going to come to my door because it's not my self-concept. It's not part of how I assume my reality to be set up. Now, if somebody pops a brand new 2021 Honda, um, oh, what's the Honda minivan? <laughs> Honda Odyssey at my front door. I'm, now I'm excited, right? All the bells and whistles, you know? Now I'm excited because it fits within my current self-concept as a mom of five who travels with her kids, you know, and needs a a vehicle that has enough room to fit all of us, right? That's my self-concept. Now, if I want to keep that, that's fine, right? But, you know, maybe I get a midlife crisis and decide I want to drive a Maserati, then I have to start thinking of myself as a woman who drives a Maserati. How am I... How does, how does me as the woman who drives a Maserati lives? What does she think about? How does she carry herself? You know, it's done that I have it. It's done. And then, and then I know it's coming in some way, shape or form. And I don't care about how it gets here because that's the beauty of how the nature of reality works. It's just like the previous example I gave where I was talking about you decide you want a new car and Maybe you manifest your current car breaking down so that you have to get a new car. Or maybe you manifest driving by somebody's house who has the exact type of car that you want, right? You immediately, when you created that desire inside of yourself, started seeing yourself as a self-concept as somebody who drives this particular car. Somebody who has this, somebody thinking thoughts. You're imagining yourself behind the wheel. You're imagining yourself driving. Because that's all, as soon as you think of it, as soon as you have that desire, you already start creating the visualizing images in your head, right? And if you have what I, I, what I say is resistance, if you have no resistance to that thing coming to you, then it's going to come by any means necessary, right? And you're going to have your desire. So you learn everything. You learn all these tips and tricks only to come back to the beginning, <laughs> And realize that there's never anything really wrong with your process. You just weren't conscious of it. You just didn't know the mechanics of it. You didn't know how it understood that you were already great at manifesting. And you've been manifesting your whole life. You know, you come back to that beginning. You come back to that realization that what you've always done is the best thing. Right? Choose sanity over insanity. If you want to expand your reality, if you want to expand your environment, you want to expand your life, you got to go a little bit deeper in how you think about yourself. It all starts with you. It always starts with you because my third favorite quote, everyone is you pushed out. Your reality is a reflection of your inner dialogue, your your inner perceptions, your inner assumptions. It's all I can't stand this last part of the song. We have to go ahead. (laughs) But, um, you know, your reality is, is created by that. So, (sighs) it's been a show, people. Thank you for joining me. If you have any questions, I am so happy to answer them. Want some uh, resources? I'd gladly give you the books that I get my information from and the people that, I, that I've learned from. Uh, my website is livelovelux.com. That's L-I-V-L-U-V-L-U-X.com. 
I am back on Facebook. Yay. <laughs> so you can, uh, I have a Facebook group, uh, 30 night challenge, which I'm going to be doing one for the end of the year, the end of this glorious 2020 year challenge to walk us into the new year. And, um, let me see what else. LiveLoveLux.com. I'm on Facebook again. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Tumblr. I'm on Pinterest. So um, you can find me there. Um, happy to answer any manifestation, coaching questions, what have you. Um, and hey, relax. You're already the best manifester you know. Believe that, right? Um, do something different, people. Welcome to your life. I will talk to you soon. Soon meaning Wednesday. I will love. Peace out.